one. Hey everybody, welcome to Old Guys Rural Radio. We are here in free Oktoberfest, week three of season that we all are dying to have, NFL season, week three. We thank you for tuning in, Old Guys Rural Radio. It's your guy Chuck, and I'm right around the corner from your favorite, favorite host and announcer, Danny, how are you? Man, I'm surviving today. It was a rough day today. Rough day. So yeah. towards the end of the show, Danny's got a few things about uh, something happened today to him. So we thoughts and prayers to you. Tough time, um, seriously and seriously. But we've got to we've got to jump in. And thank you for tuning in. Um, so much going on in the sports world. So much going on in the regular world. There's just a there's just a lot going on, and and we're here and we're here for you. So again. Thank you for tuning in, but I want to I, I, I want to start one thing right off with um, one of my pet peeves of the year of the year. I got one of the year this week. So why is it that government, local, and federal laws are not concurrent? So so what happened was one of us drove through a red light camera, yeah, in in the Humble area, and it. it they still have them running. The, the cameras were voted illegal by Texas. Yeah. And they're not supposed to be running, but townships are allowed to run them. And so, literally, one of us was driving a truck, and, and, the, and the worst part of all of it was, it, it, and it could have been me, like you can't see the driver, and all through this, four months ago, we got this, this now we get the, the ticket, but... The problem with this I have is is that they're illegal in Texas, but townships can still have them. How, how is that? I mean, how do they say that a township it, can have it if it's illegal in Texas? Call and find out. No, they say that. Well, you don't have to pay the fine. It doesn't go on your. It doesn't go on your your MBR. Okay. But if they mail a copy to your corporate office, you get nailed for it. Okay. They see you running a red light. That's a major violation of the company policy. Gotcha. Okay. It doesn't, doesn't, right. So there would have never been any way I, either one of us would have paid this fine and or recognized it, except the video got mailed an email to the corporate office and it's illegal to do so. But now the conversation I'm having is, oh, wait. How is it legal for you to hold us accountable for something that they did illegally and that doesn't hit my driving record? Right. Well, isn't isn't that somebody running a red light? Regardless, if they would have never had these illegal cameras running, then you would have never had notification of this violation, whether it was me or my employees or not. Right. That's messed so up. So now one of, the, one of the four of us has to take... A big written warning, written warning, and pay a seventy-five dollar fine back to the company because the illegal actions of Umble and their traffic cameras, because they made them illegal to do so. But okay, they, that's instead of that, yes, yes, that's like could cost one of us our could cost one of us our jobs. So why is it that this township is allowed to do something that no other townships are allowed to? And now, now hold on. When you watch the video, 
well, no matter which one of all of us it was, they did run, run the red in light. the right yeah. lane. Yeah. You've got it. And I called them and they said, no matter where you're in America, right lane or not, you've got to stop. Yeah. Or at least really come close to stopping. Yeah. So there's, for, for old guys for radio around here in Houston and Texas, stop at America. Stop at the red light before you turn right. Because if there's not a green arrow, that's a ticketable offense. So if you've had some old guys real radio fun juice and you're driving home and you come on the right lane and you go by everybody and you're about to turn right, red, lights red, clear, stop. Make sure to stop. Or that's a reason for Mr. Officer No Fun Juice <coughs> right. to pull you over and arrest you. So there's a parody of both parts on this that I was like, man, what a bunch of garbage. Factually, I'm sure I probably, and not admitting guilt, but there's many times I come up to a red light that I get to there, and I'm like, oop, 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 and I kind of stop, kind of go. So anyway, thank you again for tuning in. Danny, what's the rules of old guys rule radio? Like us, share us, tell your friends about us, and send us an email from time to time, Dag Nabbit. And because if you don't, the next time we're in Germany, we'll whip your arse. <laughs> there you Excuse go. Oh, that was in. good. That was and healthy. We appreciate you. Oh, 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 there's several healthy ones coming. I haven't had much <laughs> beer today, but plenty of chili. So, um, my first topic today is going to be Texas chili versus Cincinnati chili versus regular old style chili. I want votes and comments. So, Danny, uh, ready, set, go. Texas chili. <laughs> All right. So, so look, I like Cincinnati chili. This is not knocking Cincinnati yeah. chili. But Texas chili doesn't have beans. Um, typically, a good Texas chili is... Cincinnati is, chili doesn't have beans. It's yeah. just that sauce I made you. I, well, yeah. There's, but they're, they're fairly similar. They are. style chili. Greek style chili. I think that... Uh, well, the way I make Texas chili, it's a little thicker um than than the cincinnati chili like it's not gonna go well with the noodle the cincinnati chili goes fantastic with the noodle the texas chili it's designed to go well with cornbread it's a little spicier a little chunkier if that makes sense so like i put in big beef chunks and some ground beef so anyway i don't know if you guys have have heard danny just described himself he compared himself to me and said he's a little spicier and he's a little chunkier. And so there you go. The reason why Danny likes that versus the other is because he is different than me. So, oh, okay. So I, I would right. tell you that, okay, a good quality chili, like the one I make just with, yeah. with beans and whatnot, yeah. is a, a good standard chili, little bit, a little bit spicy, is delicious to me. Yes. The other ones are specialty, but you can't go wrong with chili. I, I'm about to make one of my big eight-gallon batches. The other thing about when I cook, I, I've had to learn to cook for my family, not by recipe or by knowledge, because everything I know how to cook is how my mom taught me to cook. And so I'll make 10 gallons of chili, and I'll throw out eight after I've had everything you could do with a damn chili burrito, chili omelet, chili, <laughs> chili, chili, chili taco, empanada, chili. So anyway, it's delicious. Hamburger with chili so on top. Oh, oh, I can. Hot go, dog can, with chili. I, everything goes. Chili goes oh, on everything. Dude, it's like bubble gum shrimp. Shrimp burger. Shrimp. <laughs> I think that's all you can do for us. You can throw so. some. You can go down to the store, get some Rotel, 
Make yourself a bowl of queso with the you know half a block of cheese or of the Velveeta cheese, a can of the Rotel, and then to make it really good, throw some chili in there. Now you got beefy spicy oh, queso. Now you got beefy spicy nachos. Then you put it over nacho chips. Makes it chili nachos. Oh, sorry, Cream. Now you got put it on French fries, chili chili cheese fries. I mean, yeah, chili goes oh, in there. It's endless. So I usually freeze. The three or four gallons, I, I usually freeze half of it. My wife will have a bowl and tell me, is this hot enough? Or is it? She's going, oh, not too bad. So that'll be the more I freeze. Uh, big freeze. <laughs> I call it the big freeze. Whenever I make stuff, I call it the big freeze. So I, I'm going to tell you all right now, NFL fan or not, you need college football fan or not, you need to be watching football right now. Every love and stink and blood pump and pumping sports fans out there. Well, do you like golf? There's just times when it's fun to freaking watch sports. And right now, this NFL mumbo-jumbo that's going on is fantastic. It is. There are upsets galore. Uh, it just this – this, you can't – I'd hate to be a guy who lived off his bets, right? Yeah. You take the favorites. You do this and that. Um, but you I and I would be sucking guy. really bad. We'd be broke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. So, so Danny, tell me about what you think about the NFL's second week. Well, I mean, it was a lot like the first week. So, you know, when you look at some of the picks, like the Cowboys pick, I lost that one because I, I picked it, and they won that in the last few seconds. I mean, there's still a lot of close games, a lot of surprises. How on earth did the Jaguars score? What was it? 21 points? 24 to nothing. Yeah. 24 and, to nothing. And they got that, it all I mean, at the end of the game. Your, that could be your million dollar bet. Yeah. That, you know, put 500 grand on them in the fourth, two, put like uh, 35,000 on them to score three touchdowns when they haven't scored that in two years, right? Yeah. And so, uh, but that's the part of the wacky season we've started. That some of the teams we all thought were crazy and, 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 and crazy strong are weak. Some of the ones are weak or crazy strong, but, but lots of, uh, it's starting to form, right? So they're starting to I don't have a know. little bit of formation. I don't know yet. I'm still I'm still pretty clueless. I, I'm still clueless. So, I, it, you know, it's it's time to start talking picks, but I just want to cover last week real quick, okay? So last week, um, you edged me out. You went 10-6. and six, I went 9-7. and seven. Yeah. So uh, yeah. you won that round. Um, and then... One and one. Yeah, so that makes... Total picks. I'm now 16 for 16, or 16 and 16. So I'm 500, and you were at 15 and 17. So you're still, uh, you're, you know, two games under one game, whatever you want to call it. But you're still one under. You're one game behind me. Um, oh, we'll but see. that's not much. That hey, that's just two weeks. That's not. Uh, you know, I'm not in here trash talking. I'm well, just saying. Well, now, ladies and gentlemen, we actually go week per week. But if we tie. Um, then we have to have the yearly the stats fall in. Yeah. And uh, Big Thomas and Greg, we've got a little thing. Uh, we've got a little side bets going on, and there's some things going on over there. And Big Joe, I've got like three little $5 a week bets going on with some folks. So I, I won't go broke real quick with them, but it's kind of fun. And uh, But I you and I this week picks. went 7-5 and five on, on games we agreed on. You and I agreed yeah. on five losers this week. So... Anyway, uh, yeah, it was it was pretty crazy, and that's what happens when all these games end in a field goal and teams give up 24 points in the fourth quarter and Jaguars win. and I mean, just some crazy stuff going on, which makes it great. And the Texans, they didn't win, but 19-16? to 16? Who'd have thunk, right? And, and truthfully, I think there was – I think this 
this first two weeks for me and, and several games has been um, new coaches or not like to the league, but new coaches overall to teams have not been making the best of decisions that I keep seeing. They're kind of some blaring crappers Yeah, that every fan in the world, I've got several Facebook friends who are fans of all these other teams, right? Mm -hmm. And so I've been watching them go like, now I and Danny are blessed with football fire sticks. That's what I call mine. I can, I watch every damn game, at least some of it. And at least my favorite teams every week. So I call it my football fire stick. NFL direct ticket, 200 and some bucks a year. Football fire stick, less than that. So You know what's uh, funny about the football fire stick? Is that it's not yeah. that I'm I'm not pirating direct TV. No, you know, it's no. it's that it has I, local I, channel. I've got a local feed. I watch yeah. local channel. So I go I was in. I'm watching Pittsburgh's yeah. local news and I turned on the TV today. Yeah. I'm like, well, that's kind of cool. And I yeah. sat there waiting and I was like, Oh, wait, I want to see the weather around here. So I switched it back. <laughs> There's a lot of, like, quirky things. But then I went to the game show network. I'm old, and I like the stupid game shows every once in a while. Yeah. So, you know, there's a thing about the fire stick, but back to football. You know what I found really boring is, yeah. uh, like, when you watch, uh, like, the channels on Honolulu and you get to the weather. One, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it makes you think, oh, it's going to be beautiful. Oh, crap. It's not today. It's not here. Aloha, <laughs> but it's the same every day. And nobody laid me. Yeah, there. exactly. Exactly. So there were three or four games this week that were truly exciting. I got to tell you, so um, without much preparation this week, folks, very busy, a lot of things going on. Um, I told everybody a couple of my teams to watch out for before the season where Miami was one of them. I said, you better watch out for Miami. I said, why? I said, they've got a lot more talent than you think. And – I am so proud of that dude in Miami who they tried to get rid of to bring Brady in, and then they went to go move him over so that they could bring Brady in to take over. Tua Tagla, I can't say his name. Yeah, um, Tua Tagla, but, yeah. Uh, dude threw six touchdowns. So, Danny, without being able to yards. Google. What's that? 450, 450, no, 450 yards. Over much. 450 yeah. yards. How many other times in the history of the Miami Dolphins were, did someone throw for six touchdowns? Now, I think that's probably a first because I think it was like the third time it's happened in the NFL. It's the second time? Well, there's one guy you got to know that did it. Dan Marino. Okay, bingo. I mean, yeah. you might not, we might not know anybody else, and that's all that counts. Dan Marino's awesome and a pretty, pretty class act. I'll tell my Dan Marino story uh, next week because it's a good one. But – I was really proud. That what a freaking comeback, dude! Uh, I, I actually was on that game on my uh, every game I could watch. I was like, "Let me see how that one goes." Oh, they're getting beat down. What a the great great job by the by the coaching staff. And so now, as we do it, um, got to make our picks. Then we'll do a little cowboy rant. Then we'll do a little Steelers rant, and we'll move on to beer thirty. So, um, thank you for tuning in, Old Guys Real Radio. It's Chuck and Danny. We're two of the happiest guys on the planet. Until the end of the planet. Because I got some of that in Area 51. <laughs> the planet is ending. All right. Oh, dude, ending, ending, ending. I think you have an asteroid around Uranus. All right. So. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know, Beavis and Butthead started back up. Anyway. So, uh, <laughs> All right. Well, we'll start it off Thursday Night Football. Steelers and Browns. Yeah, yeah. Just go ahead. 
You, uh, okay, well, because we both say our words. Yeah. I will take these Steelers. All right. I got the Steelers, too. All right. Bills, Dolphins. Wait, 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 yeah. wait, 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 wait. I'm doing it because I'm I'm a Steelers fan. They have the best running back tandem in the NFL, and I don't know if the Steelers can stop them. I've never picked against the Steelers in my life. So I'm just telling you, before you take the Steelers, you got to realize that Nick Chubb, dude, he remakes runs to win the game, should have won the game, and something weird happened. So, so uh, I'm just going to okay. go with I think that they're going to have just enough offense to make it work, which isn't much. I think that their defense will be able to stop the Browns just enough to make it work, and I think the fact that it may be a wind, might wind up being a running game will keep the point score, which favors the Steelers. Okay, or keep well, the since scoring we're, since we're low. sitting here, since we're sitting here, um, now I pose this to you, lifelong Steelers fan, right? Yeah, Me, yeah, obviously, folks, folks. I am a lifelong Steelers fan. I am not. So the reason I pose this to you, Dan, is so is the time now. We talked about this with another team last week about when is the time where you realize that a guy's playing like crap and he's just not making the decisions that you need him to do. Is this the week that they bring in Pickett and take Trubisky out, or is it after this loss? If they lose, they they, they lose. They switch it. Yeah, and, and quite frankly, if, if they don't have anything in the first half, maybe they make the move at, the, at halftime. Um, he did not play well the last two weeks. No, he's not. There he's not looking no good. Question. No. He's not looking good. No. And, and he has all the capacity. He's got talented receivers. Number 18, number four. He's got three good receivers right now. And Now, I will give bad credit. To, we'll, we'll knock out the Steelers talk right now. So not have to come back. That's fine. Um, that Najee Harris is a little dinged up. Their offensive line isn't great. But there were times during that game there were receivers open. He didn't deliver the ball, and he made a bad decision to run it or not run it at other times. So I think they could have been up two touchdowns versus – it was a beatable Patriot team, and he just didn't do it. As He didn't lead them to the victory. So. Right. Um, so anyway, there, there's my Steelers rant. We got that away. Two, all one. right. <laughs> I'm still going to pick the Steelers. And, and go ahead and cheers, all y'all. All right. And cheers, Steelers fans. All right. So the next game will be the ball, uh, Dolphins Bills at the Dolphins. Dude, I mean, right now, um, that's kind of a coin flip for me. Dolphins are playing good, but I went with the Bills just because I yeah. they they are just they're they're clicking right now. That doesn't mean they will yeah. all season, but right now they are clicking. So I guess, like I did last week with the Dolphins in an upset. Okay. Because um, uh, they're at, in Miami. Yeah, and there they are. That's about all I got. And I'm not 100% sold on uh, Tua. You know, I'm not no. now. I'm not saying he's not there. I'm just not sure he is there. That's that's where I'm at. I'm just not sold on Tua yet. Well, I, I think I, I can't change my pick. I'm thinking about how Baltimore played last week. Their defense is really strong, and Miami's was not. Um, okay, you know what? You pick an upset. I take Miami's group. Go. Okay, all right. Uh, Bengals, Jets. Now, here's where the craziest thing in the league. Last year's Super Bowl, almost champions by some bad calls, right? Are yeah. playing last year's Lettuce Bowl, and I, I don't know who's going to do it. And the Jets are coming off their screaming win over the Browns. Yep. Uh, Craziest wow. win yeah. in a while. All right. Um, 
I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and Mama's team. I'm gonna take the Bengals. This I went with the Bengals because I don't think that the Jets are gonna be able to hang six uh, sacks on oh. the Bengals. And that's and and well, that's going to give Burrow the time he needs to throw, which is what he's not had the last two weeks. So I think that he's going to pick him apart. All right, Raiders Titans. There's a lot of things to talk about that game, by the way. Yeah. But, oh yeah. Uh, and Danny, Danny out there, other Danny or other other Danny, whatever. I, I, I'm halfway on the fence about your Jets. I bet I picked them last week. They got me a win. Um, this week I have to I have to curb. All right, go. All right, uh, Titans Raiders. And they're at the Raiders? They're at the Titans, sorry. Titans. I went with the Raiders. The Raiders. The Raiders. All right. So, um, so there's a there's I, one where we're gonna to be go different. Because so, yeah. of Adams, and if you looked at them last week, um they really um they they really looked that connection. You saw Adams quality. And, and you know, the Raiders aren't any jokes. Yeah. But uh, upset special. Uh, for my beautiful wife and her favorite team, I'm going with the Titans. All right. Saints at the Panthers. That's a challenging one. <sighs> There's a lot uh, of them this week. Uh, I'm going to go with the Aints. I went with the Saints as well. Go with the Aints. All right. Ravens at the at the Patriots. The Patriots surprised me last week. Ravens. Ravens, too. So that's both of us for Ravens. I don't like to. I don't like to bet with the Ravens because I'm not a big Ravens fan. Right. When they moved, ladies and gentlemen, when they took the Ravens, where do you remember Baltimore? where they were originally based? Uh, the Ravens uh, were the wait, wait, wait. They were the Baltimore Colts and went to no. Yeah, <laughs> not quite. Almost. No. They're the Baltimore Ravens now. Where did they come from? Because the I don't remember. It was the Indianapolis Colts. It was the Indianapolis Colts that moved to Baltimore or to become. No, it was. Oh my God, my brain is fried. I'm gone. uh, That's okay. That's okay. All right, we're gonna we're gonna circle back on that one, but because it was it's a really crappy situation, kind of like when the Houston. Now you asked Danny about the Houston Texans, Houston Oilers when they moved with Adams and all these other things. Yeah, he can tell you details and names and. He'll flip a bird at the camera. Well, I was living so, in anyway, Houston we'll, at the time. So, all right. Uh, and when that happened, I was living in uh, America. All right, go ahead. <laughs> all right. Uh, the next one's going to be the Lions at the Vikings. Now, the the messed up part is that the Lions showed up last week. I thought they showed up the previous week, and then they show up last week. And then the Vikings, <laughs> they showed up, and then they didn't. Try the, the, the problem I have with the Central Division is that those mediocre teams right now this year, the lower considered teams and the higher end teams are all freaking out, but the middle teams they're pissing me off. So uh, Lions Vikings is going to have to be where they're playing. Where are they playing? Uh, they are going to be playing at the Vikings. Take the then the Vikings. I got the Vikes as well. All right, Eagles versus Washington. Thomas, love you like my luggage. You're my brother. You're you're, you're, you're my favorite. But if you didn't see the Eagles. Uh, this last game, um, yeah, Eagles, dude, they uh, they're playing really well. something. They're playing well. They're playing really good ball. Yeah, the, 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 now, now, sing it, Danny. Oh no, I'm not. I, today they're the Commodores, man. They got their they got they got yeah. dogged. So Wait. no, I don't have to sing no, no Commodores. Funny, but I can't. 
I only I only cranked it out because I called them the Commodores and they won, and I had yeah. that was my redemption. So, but no, this week, man, no, they're the Commodores I'll again, and I don't have to say they sing on their now, own. Now, 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 so now next, if they beat if they if the, if the Commanders win this game, Thomas, then Danny's got to sing the 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 song of your choice by the Commodores. All right. Live All right. and like All right. a whole voice. All right. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's our bet this week. We're with you, Thomas, out there. <laughs> we'll do like maybe half the song because not a, not no not, no just the first verse. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, I was gonna say, man, we don't need to do a three and a half version. For I, I don't mind doing it for punishment. Do. I'll do the punishment, do. but everybody out there karaoke. doesn't want to hear it. <laughs> But they don't want to hear it. Yeah, they may want to hear me sing some stuff. Yeah, but big fella, no, not you. No, they don't want to. They don't want to hear. They don't want to hear that for three and a half minutes. They'll 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 suffer through a few bars for my punishment. Yeah. All right. right. I've suffered through a few bars with you for my punishment. You son of a bitch. Go ahead. Uh, Chiefs at the Colts. Whom? Chiefs and Colts. Uh, Oh, Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs. Yeah. All right. Texans Bears. See, that's probably for me. The game that people wouldn't watch the most this week. Yeah, because but that's a that's a stupid gritty battle. Yeah, both teams should have won a gamer here and there. Um, it's at Chicago. It's I'm gonna, uh, yeah, it's at Chicago. I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm going to go home to home school. I'm going to I'm to take the Texans. Holy cow! School. I did too. I picked them for the upset nice. on that one. They've been playing well. Nice. All right, Jags at the Chargers. Chargers. Wait, wait, wait. There you are. I don't know if Homeboy's <laughs> going to play. So I picked it. I picked the Jags because yeah. I am assuming Herbert's going to be out. If Herbert is right. in, don't hold me accountable for. I mean, I'll take the loss, but don't hold me accountable for a bad pick. I'm I'm picking the Jags because I don't think I Herbert's going to be there. I couldn't even tell you who the freaking backup for the for the Chargers is unless they recruit Drew Bledsoe out of retirement. I mean, I or. <laughs> Any one of them. Um, Dan Fouts comes out of the booth and leads the Chargers <laughs> to a win. That's how comfortable I am saying who's the backup. It would be um, it would be Chase Daniel. His name is William uh, Chase Daniel. He's an American football quarterback for the Los Angeles Chargers in the National Football League. He played college at Missouri. Was signed by Washington as an undrafted free agent in two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. He has a 40-yard uh, uh, dash time of 4.79 seconds. Dude, mine was faster than that. that. I, 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 Holy wait, crap. I almost, if I work out in that, like four months, I could beat that right now. I might I'm be able to come close to guys. that. So, All right, so I'm just telling you right now, I don't know why. I'm just going to go Chargers to be the, the other side of that. Okay, and I am going to say God bless you, dude. Um Undrafted free agent. He's been in the league for now uh, a number now, of years. I mean, good lord, you know, good for the him. Chargers have a better receiving core, and I think a better team. Right. But if they don't have that, if that that guy Herbert makes a big difference as you watch your games. Hey. So if he plays even partially, we're going to win. And I got you. Okay, dude has been in the league. Think about this: since 2009, right? So that's uh, this is his thirteenth season in the league. His career stats: a hundred or one thousand six hundred ninety-four passing yards in his career. Uh, Thirteen years. I mean, it's barely a hundred yards a year. God bless this guy. He has been you able to say he's an NFL quarterback for a decade. Awesome. And I bet you, you, I bet you, 
you can multiply the pay he's made in there by 20 times. Yeah. I bet that dude's a millionaire because yeah. he gets to hang around as a yeah. practice squad or third-string quarterback. So you want to hire me in as a practice squad any chump in my 20s? I'll go stand around high five, put the headset on, go get my ass smashed a couple of games a year. Hey, no problem. Here, right, here we go. Wait, wait, wait. I got, I got to read this because, you know, I pulled up because yeah. we were looking for it. I pulled it up. But here's the greatest one four days ago. Chargers backup QB. How good is Chase Daniel from fan-sided, right? The Chargers backup quarterback, Chase Daniels, is good at getting paid. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that ironic? It is unclear how good a quarterback he is because he's never done anything. All right, so we're going to move on, <laughs> but there we are. So I'm going to go against the Jags coming off their big win and the fact that I think Chase Daniels is going to start. All right, Rams at the Cardinals. And that that is another that good is one. One of the toughest ones of the week. Yeah. Um, Rams. Rams, I, I picked the same. Okay, uh, Pack versus the Bucks at the Bucks. Oh boy, that uh, um, Bucks. I went with the Pack. Uh, I think the Bucks have too many in- injuries, and I think that with Mike Evans being gone, I think that's going to make the difference in this game. Well, so. I do have to tell you that it's the two oldest, angriest quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, both Hall of Famers. Yeah, and. Um, uh, do you want to pick the beard or the non-beard? Since we're both non-beard, I went non-beard. Gotcha. Gotcha, so, gotcha. Right. I went non-beard. Now, the other thing is is that after last week's performance and some of the stuff going on, I think Brady's a little angrier. Yeah, it could be. I think all it comes down to with these guys, because they're the – Maybe the maybe the best quarterbacks of all time. Right. No, I agree with that. All Every, right. Everything aside. So all right. All right. We got it. We got a couple more. We got to get through. We've got the Falcons yeah. at the Seahawks. Seahawks. I went Seahawks too. 49ers at the Broncos. Oh man, that's a that's a pisser. My friends in Boston. A pisser. My cockies. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, uh, this is for all the money. Broncos. All right. I went with the Niners. Uh, I think that now that they've uh, got Garoppolo. Now they switched over. We've had <laughs> such a big deal. Now, wait, wait. I know we're a little late in the game. That's all right. Go wise. ahead. No, we're good. We're Let's right. all. Uh, what, what, what's the name of the. Garoppolo? Uh, uh, no, no, no. The previous younger quarterback. Oh, hell, I don't know. Go- Kid? Google. No, no, no. Please Google. I, I got you. Only fun. Um, so we want to send our thoughts and prayers. Out to the starting quarterback, Trey Lance, Forty Niners, Trey Lance, and him and his family, and lady, all you Forty Niners fans out there. Send, obviously, you're already praying, but we want you to. He had a massive surgery on a broken ankle during the game. Oh wow! I, you know what? Not, I did not realize that. I thought they put Garoppolo not, in because Trey Lance was stinking it up. That's so. We were we were talking about this for several weeks. But yeah. what they were going to do, and that Lance was in, and they were going to get rid of Garoppolo, but they didn't. They kept him. They're cool, best backup in the league. Yeah. But you don't ever want to. You don't ever want anybody to get his. When you saw him go down, and you watch that video, that that thing needed surgery. So thoughts and prayers yeah, out no, to absolutely. him. I had to stop the show and said to him, his family, and all you Niners fans out there, that guy's a young talent. Hope he comes back. Uh, Prescott could come back. Uh, blah blah. You know, not 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 blah 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 about that, but. Uh, much many prayers but now um i gotta flip the script 
and say, I'm going to take the Niners against their uh, change of mind because Garoppolo is playing and he started catching his 20th wind, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, and the 49ers have, they have a great team. So I got to change that pick. Yeah. No reason for me to go with the others. All right. Um, I, I, okay. Go. Monday Night Sorry. Football, boys versus the, uh, the boys at the Giants. So, I, I've got now. We're getting. Now we're going to take a few minutes here. Well, we're, we're gonna, we get, like we'll catch them, them on the backside of Beer Thirty because that's where we were scheduled to no, do no, it no. anyway. No, no, no. We already figured. No, we've already did Steelers chat during this thing. So let's just do this thing at the same time and knock it out, and we'll go on to baseball and tennis and all that sort of stuff. So, um, I will tell you. Let me ask you, what did you think of Mister Backup last week? Uh, Red is a two and zero as a starter for the Cowboys. Um, Who is Red? Who's Red? Their backup quarterback. What's his name? Cooper. Why do you call him Red? Any redheaded? No. No. Jason Garrett's redheaded. Well, no, I know that. I, I'm well aware of that. Um, no, I thought he was... Well, whether he is or not... I, um, Cooper Rush is red-headed, dude. Yeah. Okay. No, he's red as a get, man. He's like Irish red. Too, he got a red freaking too, beard. This is, I mean, he's more red than, than Jason Garrett ever was. Dude is red. I will tell you that he played terrible the last five years. He never made... I don't know why he stayed with the Cowboys. Every time he came in and tried to do anything... Everybody screamed. Everybody looked. I got to tell you, and you Cowboys fans out there, because there's listeners, he looked better than Prescott. He did. He did. He looked fantastic. Good decisions. Mm -hmm. Got rid of the ball. That's a winning team now. Elliot, now, Elliot looked okay. I thought Elliot looked average. I really didn't like Elliot. I said okay. Yeah. Okay, right? Yeah. Okay, okay means not All right. right. Average. But then the yeah. other Pollard looked fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, Pollard did look great. No doubt no doubt so, about that. With your new starting quarterback, mm-hmm. what do you think the status as a Cowboys fan? Um you go you go. What's the status of the Cowboys? Well, I think because he won again. Um, that helps out, especially the Bengals, because that was a team that I was afraid that they could lose against if Dak were there. Um, and so that was a win that, that I, I was surprised we got. I'm not sure that he's going to be able to put up the numbers that are going to be needed when they get get against the Eagles in week five or six. Um, but I think that this game that we were concerned, um, I mean, we could still lose it. Dallas is a team right now, their best player, and the one that they are relying on to win the football game is number eleven. It's it's the low low quarterback number, except this fool wears eleven over on the defense. And Micah Micah Parsons is he's the key. Something special. He is that. He is the so key. So you got to say something special because yeah, whoever he plays yeah. on the ball, he, he's very very impactful. And yeah. the funny thing is, is you've got another one uh, that that. Uh, Really isn't stepping up. Number seven, his brother plays for the Bills. Had like six interceptions last yeah, year. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. But no, he's actually he's getting better as far as he's he's not gambling quite as much. He's getting a little bit better with his coverage. Um, and he, you know, he doesn't like to hit, but he's starting to Diggs, try to right? step up. Diggs. Diggs. Yeah. Trayvon Diggs. Right? 
uh, and he's yeah, trying so to step up. I will tell up. you that. Well, that, well, he's trying to step up, and I don't know if he was out of shape or what the problem is, but he made some questionable moves that cost y'all last week and the week yeah. before, yeah. and just missed the year that this week, last year, he had a little bit more of an edge, a little more speed, maybe. Yeah. That he made those plays. That so he's counting on what he had. But what I'm saying, long term, long term, if you get kick him in the butt, you get him into shape. Some some young guys, they can play into shape like when we were young. Yeah. Right? Third week coming in, right? So your defense, I think, has some real stars barring injury, um, and. I could not believe that was Cooper Rush, dude. Uh, you know what? He looked. He looked. He good. looked great. He looked solid. He looked really. He looked like a several year starter in the NFL. They, Maybe he should have all along. Well, he and good. He, look, he didn't look. He was. He did not look like a forty million dollar quarterback. I mean, I'm not looking. I'm. I'm not trying to put him in that company. No. He looked like a solid backup that could handle the team, and he came back at the end. Like they had a really bad second half. They didn't do much the entire second half. But when it was money time, he drove the team down, and they got the field goal that it took to win the game. They got enough early when they had the upper hand. And here's the thing. I mean, you know, they got seven point seventeen points early, but they got down in the red zone and scored twice. Touchdowns, not field goals. So he made right. money of the red zone when he was there, and, and that's that's and, been the problem with yeah, Prescott yeah. for his whole career. It's not the money in the end zone. So yeah, um, I will. I will now. Who are they playing again this week? Uh, they're playing the Giants. So it's not a great team, although they look better than we thought they would be. So they're 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 going to be a competitive football team, which is kind of fun. But they're, uh, they're still not great. They, I'll, now the Eagles are probably the class of the division right now. They are an injury yeah. too, but I, I'll go ahead and I'll take the Cowboys on that, and uh, and I'll congratulate you that I think that the weird part is it's really sad that the Prescott injury um, may make you guys more viable. That's sad. That's very sad. Hey, do you know on a football field uh, who wears what player wears the largest helmet? The one with the biggest head. <laughs> so thank you for tuning in, Old Guys Real Radio. Perfect timing. Uh, we thank you for chiming in with us again this week. Um, and we're having so much fun. And we're mostly football, but we're going to get into baseball here in a minute, so stay tuned. And I got a little boxing stuff I'm going to splice in real quick. Um, and uh, that's I'm doing that because our Arlington fans – are wondering about this this last championship fight that went on this weekend. So this week, my beer, um, it's called Carbach Light. I call it Lawnmower Beer. It it's not Carbach Love Street regular. It's Carbach Love Street Light, four point seven percent alcohol, um, and like 18, 88 calories and three carbs. So there's no question what's going to happen to this thing. Love Carbach. Cheers. Yeah, but they did make that one love street that I didn't like. But I have had that one. So the funny thing is, excuse me, that doesn't take like taste like a light beer. It's a it's a lighter can than the regular red, white, yes. red, orange, and blue Broncos can. So if you need a beer and you need to cut back on calories and get back down to your weight, like I'm trying to do, uh, still floating um, down from two sixty, of course, but not where I want to be. Then pick that one up. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a keep it. It's definitely a keep it. 
I I remember having it, and I think I rated it. Drink, drink it, it, drink yeah. it, drink it. No, I like that. Drink it. I like that. Sorry, drink it, drink it, drink it. I was looking at Danny's uh, glasses. He's got glasses. I I like to have. They're called a. They're called a. Uh, in the military, they call Danny's glasses um, contraceptive. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So. Those black frames with nothing on them and nothing yeah. to them. Do you know they, what? They used to purposely uh, assign those to soldiers so they wouldn't have too much fun. You know why? Uh, you know why the skeleton? Why skeletons don't play football? Uh, they got no guts. Uh, close. Their heart's not in it. All right. So Wild Acre Brewing. All right. Last week we made a big deal because the world's greatest wife ran to the store, got some beer, sent it up so I could try a beer. Right. Well, she got a beer for yes. her to try, and she's left some of it for me. So I said I will make it. It's in a red, white, and blue can. It's from Wild Acre. It's called Punch Bowl huh. Fruit Punch Sour. So I already know I'm probably not going to like it because I don't like fruit punch. I don't like sour beer. But I said we're going to try it on the show because why not, right? Uh, it is Carbock. Now, awesome. here, the one benefit. Seven percent alcohol by volume. So if you want to knock, if you want you to knock you on the pants, there it is. Now it says it's brewed with cherry, orange, pineapple, passion fruit, guava, and papaya. All right, dude. Now, I, I just want to do that from to be healthy. Well, okay, I can make it healthier. Yeah. And it says brewed where the West begins, and that's for another day. But Fort Worth is where the West begins, and Dallas is where the Old South ends. But so, you know, we like to smell the beer, right? And this is really kind of sad because my my dog uh, got sick last night, and I had to clean it up. And then he got sick while we were at work, and I had to clean that up. And this kind of smells like that. The smell of this beer is dirty butt. I mean, it's really rotten. So don't smell it when you drink it. And I'm only hoping it might be better. It's really cloudy, but I'm just afraid of what I'm about to have. So here we go. All right, it does not taste like dirty butt, so that's a good thing. It's awful. It's hideous. It's nasty. It's like drinking. Take, go and take some spree if you know what that is, and put that in a glass of Seven Up, and let those all dissolve, and then go get some sweet tarts and put those in there, and then go in and get some of the, um. The little sour worms and throw that in there so you get a really good sweet and sour nasty crappy junk and that's what this is so this is a dump it this is the king of all river beer because somebody will grab it and think it'll look good or maybe they'll think it's like a fruit punch seltzer and be all excited and get a big old whiff of this and go oh dear god but please by all means, don't go buy this for yourself. That is some nasty crap, and just dump the crap out of it. Yeah, that that's funny because there was a beer, a beer that they, she brought you that was pretty good, and that just goes to show you you really don't know. I mean, ultimately, you really never do know. Um, so thank you again. For <laughs> that is a beer I would not have ever tried on my own, but it's in the refrigerator. I never worst, had it before. Was that the worst one? Was that the worst one ever? Man, I think that's even worse than the honeycomb. Say? I think it's the worse honeycomb? than the stale home honeycomb. Yeah, I think it's oh worse boy. than revolvers. Uh, what was that? The um, the hot dog or no? The corny dog. 
I think it's worse than the corny dog. Yeah, I mean, now, the crazy part about it is is I'll probably finish this damn glass. But it's awful. It's nasty and awful. The only endearing quality is 7% alcohol, and as it goes down, it doesn't go down like thick crap. It just goes down as sweet and sour, nasty, awful, nothing. All right. Let's go to something else. Let's let's uh let's get into some college football or some more NFL or something other than fruit punch punch bowl. I I swear to God, if we ever do our river trip, I will bring this. You know, we might not even do a river trip. We might just go down to Lake Granbury and go hanging in the water in Lake Granbury. But that is on a river, and technically that would be a river trip. And I will buy some of this, and I might buy a case and just pass it out to people just to piss them off because that's an awful thing to hand people. I would. So, yeah, funny as crap. I don't like it. It's kind of like having pepper spray. Hey, man, good to see you, too. I hate you. Hey, here, have a beer on me. Oh, dude, I about pooped my pants trying to drink that thing. Um, Who wants uh, a free beer? Ice cold. Who wants a free beer? And just start tossing them out? Yeah. About, a, about an hour ago, Danny, got home, getting ready for the show, opened up my water bill and my electricity bill at the same time. I was shocked. Right, there's, there's my first one I of the day. I bet you were. I bet you were. Hey, so, hey! Do you know why? Uh, you know why uh, Tom or Tom Brady is like an angry chicken? No, they both have foul mouths. <laughs> From the game this week, come on, man! He did. My wife thinks it's weird that I stare at the window during a heavy storm. It'd be a lot less weird if she just let me in. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Indeed. Thank you again for tuning in, Old Guys Radio. It's Chuck. It's Danny. We're not in Germany. We're not now. We're also not in Puerto Rico. We're also not in Dominican Republic that are just hammered right. by old Fiona. I used to date a girl named Fiona, and, and she was a wet one, too. hey All right, so you mentioned, you mentioned Germany real quick. So this is kind of interesting, yep. and I, I haven't really followed up on it. Uh, what I saw a commercial today on, I think it was Baltimore TV. I can't remember what, what station I was watching, but I'm like you. I like to watch some of the other stations just to catch the commercials from other states and stuff, you know. Anyway, so they had this uh, commercial, and it's Santa, all skinny, sitting out in the sun, but he's got a big old, you know, his big old white beard, and so you can tell it's supposed to be Santa. And it says, um, the World Cup is coming to the holidays. He's like, oh, my gosh, call Blitzen. Tell them to get down here right away. We've got to get things going because they got to step up their game because the World Cup is going to be. So I'm thinking that they're going to be playing somewhere probably in the uh, Southern Hemisphere, and because of that, they're going to move it to more of a. a I got to look that up. But for you well, guys in Germany, we will start of, talking yeah. World Cup when that stuff starts rolling yeah. around. Oh, and there's 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 a lot there's games here in Houston. Um, where I live, there's games in Fort Worth. So yeah. Texas has World Cup coming. Yeah, no, I know that, but it's I don't. It's not the finals, but it is what it is. Um, I was out at the grocery store. Somebody threw a, a dude. But that's not I, this I, one. I, I prefer, this one is prefer, not in in Texas. Oh, uh, okay. So, I pre- I prefer. So, I ask you a question. You prefer regular mayonnaise or Miracle Whip? <sighs> Man, my wife is a, uh, is a Hellman's real world. mayonnaise, and I am a Miracle yeah. Whip. And so the funny thing is, is there's people around the world, they're crazy. Like they cook with Hellman's. They rub it on their chicken and that's what they use as a marinade. And 
not no, but so I'm a Miracle Whip fan. When I make tuna fish, I make other things. Yeah, I prefer Miracle Whip. So I'm at the grocery store and I and I'm reaching for a jar, and there was a really good special. And um, <laughs> somebody threw a jar of mayonnaise at me, and I was like, "What the hell, man?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> boom, boom, boom. that's terrible. Hey, just so you know, World Cup group stages November 20th through the December 2nd. Round of 16, third through the 16th, quarterfinals 9 through 10, semifinals 13 and 14, third place December 17th, and the final is December 18th. So we're going to be in a world of college football. We're going to have World Cup. We'll see how that plays out for the U.S. It's over in Qatar. What, what, so, year, what year are you talking about? That's this year. We don't get right, this one. We get so the I'm, next one. This one. The right, one coming no, up. No, no. Yeah. I, that's what I was trying to tell everybody, yeah. that there are World Cup games and there are big games coming to Texas. Not this year. Um, both Houston. Not this no. year. Oh, it's, is that the next, next year? World Cup. We get it the next World Cup in four years. They announced it recently. We're going to get it on the next World Cup. But this World Cup is in Qatar. Qatar. Q- Q-A-T-A-R. Qatar. Qatar. Right, right next to Live Golf. So, there you go. <laughs> um, with that, with that being said, um, if you're playing in live golf, congratulations to you for LIV, and uh, uh, you suck. Um, you sold out. You sold out, and that's all there is to it. Yeah, you know, especially the younger golfers. Like I, I used to actually admire Deschambeau, Deschambeau, however you say his name. Yeah, Deschamps, because well, uh, he had a weird take to the game, and now he can eat it. He can kiss it. First of all, um, but any older golfer who just about ching, when they really can't, they just want to take their name and promote their brand, and they give them a bunch of money. Go on. There isn't any way that those two golf franchises can stay together. But the bottom line is, is that it, they're different. They're a different animal. It's like boxing and the UFC. Right. So all the traditions of boxing. UFC is more exciting, but for the old traditional boxing fans, you don't watch UFC because that's crap. So I want you to think about all of you out there, and you too, Danny. What do you think about my analogy about boxing versus UFC and live versus regular golf? I think, I, I mean, I agree. Um, I mean, it's, isn't that amazing? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, but the differences in live are not the same as the differences between UFC and boxing. UFC tends to be a different sport. You can be a great boxer and not do UFC, but um, if you were in UFC, you may not be able to be bo- a boxer. You know, I mean, they're, the the sports are different. You know, you can be great at I, golf I think and you're great of, at golf. I think it's a, it's a transformation from the old to the newer. I'll buy right? that, yeah. I guess that yeah. was my point. Yeah. Yeah, no, I that, that I agree with, 100%. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of transformation. Yeah, So absolutely. the reason I bring up boxing, and then we'll get back over to the other things you have. Um, so Tyson Fury, the, you know, I don't want to say the word, one of the champions that he said he'd retired has now agreed to terms to fight Anthony Joshua. I didn't know he retired so, after that last fight. Well, he, he said he'd never box again. He didn't oh, officially wow. say it. But okay. what what originally was planned, let me do a little quick cycle, was after Fury beat uh, the Bronx Bomber, uh, 
luckily once or twice. I don't even know if he beat him once or twice. But then the next thing was to be a, a European Championship again with this guy Anthony Joshua. Then he lost to that Ruiz dude, the right. heavy set Hispanic dude, caught him. So then he came back and he beat that guy. Well, now there's a new, well, not that new. But Yusick, who's a heavy, now he's a heavyweight champion, beat Joshua about two weeks ago. So the the actual championship should be between Yusick from Russia and and Joshua. Excuse me, and Fury. Those are the two who are holding the belts. But all along, we all wanted to see the two big guys because Joshua was a big guy. This Yusick from uh, Czech Republic or whatever, he's a he's a great boxer and he's tough and he's fast and he can take a, a hard punch. He's smart. He deserves to be a champion. But if he gets in front of Tyson Fury, halfway in shape after a good training camp, he can't handle. Him. I mean, a six-one guy can't handle a six-nine guy very no, often. No, no, I don't think so. Unless he's Mike Tyson. Tyson Fury so, is just too too heavy. Too big. He, he is just too big. Yeah. And so so now Joshua stepped in. And that's the first one I wanted to bring up is that all you boxing fans out there, the deal's been made. I don't know where they're fighting or the details. Tyson Fury's making a lot more money because Joshua just lost. But those are the two Brits we thought would fight for the championship a while back. So right. that's the first one is that keep your eye on that one. You know I'm going to be talking about it before it comes up again. But then this last weekend was a big fight. And – it was two of really, for our generation and most generations in our in our time frame, um, uh, Golovkin fought uh, Canelo Alvarez for the third time, and so these guys are beasts, right? Right. These guys are forty and something small, and you know they're going to go both go down as the greatest ever, but. I really think that Alvarez juiced. He got suspended for taking something. Um, But Lovkin is just a tough European son of a bitch with a big right hand. (laughs) And so he was crafty and he hit so hard with both hands that whether he ever fights another fight. You got to celebrate that dude. Yeah, tough, tough as nails. So um, the end of a three fight trilogy doesn't mean they're both done, but um, it could be. Yeah. So just wanted to bring those up to my boxing friends and family out there that I watch it and I still watch it. Wasn't much going on in the UFC. UFC had one of those things where uh, it was a really interesting fight, Danny. Yeah. And dude missed weight. And so, both of the guys who would have fought each other won their matches. And uh, so, but the dude who missed weight, you look into last weekend or end of the weekend, uh, I don't think he can be beat um, at his weight class. Um, so, I will tell you, UFC is always a button point of mine because there's some good stuff. There's a joke going on pretty soon, and I'm looking forward to and I'll pay per view. I mean, I'll fire stick it. Jake Paul's <laughs> fighting uh, the Spider, right? Um, uh, the old UFC champion, and uh, and he can't kick, but 
people don't know that the spider was a former pro boxer before the UFC, before he was a Hall of Famer. So Jake Paul will lose that fight 100%. And uh, I wish I was 28 and be Jake Paul. Danny, I could get beat up by everybody in the world make $50 million. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, so. yeah, I don't mind getting my butt kicked for $50 million. I mean, you know, I just Even if it's me. 10 fights. Yeah. Even if it's 100 fights. I'll take a million to fight. Huh? I'll take 500,000 to fight. I might not live through 500 fights. Yeah. It depends on who gets me. I'd so, like to think that if for- I fought 100 fights, I might get a little bit better over time. I, You know, I don't know. Right. Especially if I'm it's making a million dollars a fight. If I'm making a million bucks a fight, I could probably hire some better trainers. I could probably well, put some muscle most on. Of it. You know, I, I could do the things I needed to do to at least not get my ass kicked 100 out of 100 times. So... um before we go into baseball, baseball has been very good to me. So, um, I've got to tell you that when you t- <laughs> oh. <laughs> just dump it, dude. Oh. You made it a dump it. Why'd you do that? Our ears are burning. Because I had nowhere to, I had nowhere to pour the damn thing to get my glass back. <laughs> bless you, bless you. So now I got better beer. All right. So, one of the oh my god, that was bad. Woo. That. So when you. When you train for fighting, okay, yeah, um, it's different than any other training. And the reason why it's different for any other training is there's a very simple fact that you've got to make weight. Yeah, absolutely. And and so they're like, yesterday I lost nine pounds. I gained back four after I got home. Ate, rehydrated. My body was trained playing basketball and fighting that you can cut weight when you want to cut weight you just gotta manage yourself for that weight yeah i could not make it to 165 in two weeks could i make it to 190 in two three weeks for money yeah because you only drink water and there's veggies there's things that don't that they supply a protein it's it's a, a fight it's a thing so if he wanted to fight that guy he could have made that weight. Well, That's what pisses me so off. Here's one he's of the, the better better fighter, and he should have made the weight just to do it, but I think he's too damn. Caleb Beeb, tell me his name again. Did you I, Google I, it? I, I didn't. Uh, but I think well, I think I think he's chicken to do it. Because I, I never fought. I wrestled, right? And but you still have to make weight. You know when the weigh in is. Here's the thing you can drop five or six pounds, like you were talking about in water weight. It's not really good for you, but you can drop the weight if you really, really want to. That day. I mean, yeah, we we went to a tournament in Amarillo, and some of the and when we got there, we were going to have to weigh in, and act, uh, some of the guys were spitting in cups the entire way there, just to get that water weight out of their body. I mean, everything they could possibly do to drop the water weight, you can drop five or six pounds of water weight in a day. So if you're and if you're not close within five or six pounds, that's I your dropped, own damn fault. I literally, I literally dropped seven pounds yesterday. Yeah, I was out in the heat for seven hours. And I drank beer. So by the time I got home, way in the morning, take my meds, blah, blah, blah. Got home and I was like, holy moly. Well, that was seven pounds. And like I said, had some Cincinnati chili and blah, blah, blah. So, but I, there, there are some good fights coming up. Let's not forget our boxing friends. Um, let's not forget lots of the folks out there in the world. Thank you for tuning in. But what, 
Take Danny out to the ball game. <laughs> Take him out to the show. I don't know. We're, we're getting close. we got about 16, 17 games, depending on the team, left in the season. All right, we're getting close. Now, i, I got to ask you. So the very first question, Aaron Judge, 59 home runs. He's got 16 games. Looks like he's going to break Maris's record. Okay? Best home run hitter of all time or not? I'm not, not. So who is? Um, so so well, well, well. Let's let's get back to Aaron Judge. Yeah. Um, first of all, I'd like you to Google his entire stats, um, and I'd like you to take a little snapshot. I think this might have been one of the greatest seasons by an offensive player in history. Three fourteen batting the, average. Well, it's all of the. You might not be able to see the rankings, but. Um, I was researching Aaron Judge the other the other week. Okay, and he's like number one on OPS, number one yep. in slugging, yep. number one on OPS, and you keep going down this list, and he's number one, number one, number one. So you can say about what you want to do about what you want to say about him, but in terms of a non that we knew know of non steroid, uh, that's PED why that's why player. I was asking because we know he's non steroid. All right, right. Well, now he could be on something. That they don't detect, right. more than likely not, because he's a big dude. Judge is six six, six yeah. five six six, big yeah. guy. Yeah. Uh, you can tell he puts puts time in the gym. So, but the fact is, is that this may be one of the greatest offensive seasons in in history. So you home say runs. that, but when you're talking home runs, and this is why I was this is another reason I'm asking because I, I agree there there's some juice guys, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, and Barry Bonds have all exceeded that number quite a bit, but they've all juiced. Right. But here's the thing with Aaron Judge. 59 home runs is where he's at and he's leading the league. Second, Jordan Alvarez from Houston, who is a good home run hitter. 37. So we're not talking juice balls. We're not talking loaded bats. And we're, you know, we're talking. the second time in history that there's been that much of a gap. And it was Babe Ruth back in the day. And and I don't remember the other one. But the last time that the gap between first and second home run was back in that long ago. I'm I'm mistaken. Kyle Schwarber. Kyle Schwarber passed right. Jovan Alvarez. He's at 40, but right. still, you're talking 19 different between... 19 or 20, but yeah. this time between first and second home runs. And the last time that happened was back in the 30s, 40s, yeah. whatever it was that Ruth played. So you've got... we've we've We have the pleasure of tuning into this guy. Yeah. Because they don't... Now, i got to throw one other thing out there. Okay. I got to throw one up. Yeah, out sure. There. All right. So, so you got to credit the Yankees, okay? Yeah. So why do you got to credit the Yankees? Because they so, spend a crap ton of money. Actually, they drafted this guy. So I'm I'm just playing. He is a draft pick brought up to the farm system, but the reason why is because if you've got a guy hitting him out of the park, you you I can walk him every time. Very right. bonds effect. Right. Yeah. If my team sucks. Yeah. So you got to credit the Yankees for putting them in a position where they got to pitch to them. Yep. And a lot Correct. of people don't realize that that the Yankees organization is supporting them in a way that they're not having their best season of all time, but they've got enough talent around them that they have to pitch to. Them. He is still number two 
in walks. So oh, I mean, so yeah. one category I told you I well, I didn't say walk. So they've walked him ninety. They've walked him ninety three times, and and that so sometimes they don't pitch to him, which makes it tougher, right, to hit the home runs when teams are not pitching. But no, I get what you're saying because they have talent around him. They have to pitch to him because they've got a good yeah. ball club. So no, I I I agree with that hundred percent. And the guy that has more walks is Juan Soto, and. So, you know, when you're talking about Soto, that's that's uh, uh, probably one of the best players situ- in baseball, too. There are so. situational things. Yeah. But when you back about 10 years ago, whatever it was, when you watched Bonds, they just walked them all the time. Yeah. No, that's true. Because there wasn't anybody else on the team that was crap. Correct. Yep. And if you threw him a pitch, he'd hit it out. Yeah. And this is jacked up Bonds. If you look at Barry Bonds as a short shortstop, still a great hitter. And so that's what I was trying to say about Judge. You're right. No, you're 100%. You've got to give him credit. Yeah. That it, 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 it's all time. This season is an all time thing. Yeah. So if he passes Maris, whether or not he breaks the all time record or whatever, this has got to be considered one of the greatest. And whether the Yankees make it anywhere or not, all of this is we're witnessing a true all time season. All right. So, so the Yankees that's, that's, are that's first the Yankees are the number two team in in uh, the AL right now. Who's number AL one right now? Um, well. Last time I checked was uh, Houston. That would be Houston. The Houston Astros have won 98 games. The uh, Yankees have won 88 games. So when you're talking about 16 games left, um, unless the Astros just decide to tank the last 10 games, because they can and still win their division. Um, and and quite frankly, the, the Astros are going to, you know, if you talk about getting the bye in the first round, you have to be either the best or the second best team. The Astros could lose the next 10 team, or ten games and still finish ahead of the Guardians in Cleveland. So they're they're guaranteed number two no matter what, the number two seed. So they're guaranteed a bye. So, so unless they just tank the last 16 games and decide to lose all 16, uh, they so will be the number one team. what happened to the Astros? What happened to the Astros? Everybody wants to ask me, why are the Astros so good? Well, I don't know. Because they're well coached. So, they've got good the ball first, players, and they the just The first play thing hard. that happened was several years ago, they sent a guy named Nolan Ryan down here to help facilitate the farm system and how they set up the organization. And he spent several years as what he's supposed to do, getting an organization in line. And when they did... I lived over there, and I told my friends and family, and when I sat next to Nolan Ryan when they were sending him down here, long before I moved down here, I said, well, looks like the Astros are going to be champions. And he's like, I'll do what I can down there. Nolan Ryan told me to my face, I'll do what I can down here. And so he's stepped aside, and his son, I think, has stepped aside too. But what happened to the Astros? So what happened to the Astros is they started building up the system the best baseball teams do and then they you know there's been a couple of fines you know Altuve is kind of a fine right yeah there's been a couple of all-star fines and when you have that and you have a farm system because what keeps coming up like the other guy you just talked about Alvarez and all these guys are coming up through their system that's because when you set up that funnel like we talked about football two weeks ago college football baseball when you set up a funnel of talents come to your team no matter what countries it's from you're going to start winning so, yep um it's not just this year that they might win the world championship in the world series there there's going to be many more years to come um 
it'll come down to two things. They've got the hitting and uh, the health of their pitching staff and the mentality of their pitching staff, not down the stretch, we'll, we'll figure out if they win it. Yeah, so I, no, it'll be I, fun. I, I put I put $87 at 2.5 to 1 on the Astros to win the World Series. Very nice. All right. So, yeah. So, anyway, I'm, I'm excited to see what Aaron Judge does. Um, and, I, obviously, he's going to break Maris. He's not going to hit the other three guys. But he's going to break Maris, which is going to be a pretty big deal. Um, the Astros well, are going to be number did, one. How many, how many did Babe Ruth have? I don't remember. Uh, Maris don't was 61. Uh, hang on. So I thought Babe Ruth had more. No, no, it was... Uh, um, and my internet's decided to go slow. Uh, seven, he okay. had 714 in his career this. is what it was. Um His single season home run, it was 714 as a career. His single season so was 60. 60 in, in okay. tw- 1927. So he had 60 until right. Maris did 61, right. and then that stood for about 100 years. Not yeah. necessarily 100, but for quite some time. Uh, right. McGuire, 70. Sosa, 66. So, Bond, 73. So I, I, I think this, it's definitely a historic season. Yeah. Um, I, I would say that on the other side of the coin or the pond, I'm looking for the Astros Yankees um, to come through it. How about you think uh, National League is going to come through there? Well, in the National League, I mean, you've got uh, the Dodgers and the Mets are going to be the the classy teams there. The Dodgers have the by Dodgers far the best record. Close. Yeah, they're 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 huge, and then the Mets will be the next team. So I think I think your Final Four is going to be your division champions. I think it's going to be Yankees, Astros, Dodgers, Mets. I think it's going to be the Astros, Dodgers in the World Series. And we will see who is pitching the best when we get there. I don't want to pick that one yet. Uh, no, that's going to depend on who's and pitching and hitting there, at the some, time. There's several teams who have light at, lights out guys. Yeah, and, and you got to watch out for those those guys. But um, before we get done with baseball, um, and 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 start to wrap up the show, um, so I'm going to toss this over to you, and um, I want to spend a few minutes on it. Um, so, what do you think about baseball's changes? I don't like them. I mean, I really don't. I'm just not. I I am a traditionalist. Okay, so, I am right, very traditional right, in baseball. So can you you want to bring them up, or you want me to? I've read about them. And, Go ahead. Um, Go ahead and bring them up. Well, well. So keep elude me more on what you think about them because I I'd have to Google them right now. So go ahead. Well, I don't like to. Well, t- I know I, the I, first thing that they've done is they're they're. They're they're eliminating the shift. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hey, okay. Look, I, I'm left-handed. Okay. So don't think I've never seen the shift. If you can't learn as a lefty to hit the ball over to the other side, uh, over in the left field, that's your own damn fault. Okay. Why well, is it? I mean, why okay. is it that lefties have to pull and righties don't? Now I get it. The curveball and it, so. Maybe some people out there won't know. The curveball from a right-handed pitcher, which is what is dominant, right-handed is dominant, right? The curveball from a right-handed pitcher comes across a plate and into a left-handed batter, okay? So it makes it so that if you get out in front of that pitch, you can put the meat of the bat on the ball and rip the crap of it out of it and pull it hard. That's that's what they're, you know, that's essentially why 
the right-handed pitcher comes to the inside of the left-handed batter, and if it's on the inside of the plate, then you tend to pull it. That's why they they do the shift, and then they get the pitchers to throw inside pitches because it's very easy for them to do. But the hard part is, as a batter, and you have to make some changes, you either have to not try to swing as hard, but there are things you can do to change. You can run your grip up a little bit higher on the bat to get the swing out a little bit more. You can step forward in the box to meet that ball a little bit before it starts really breaking in so that you can take it up the middle or over to the left side. When I hit, my specialty was hitting when I was in baseball. I hit the ball well. The furthest ball I ever hit in my life was, well, I take that back. It was right center field, but it wasn't a hard pull. It was deep right center field. But the longest shots I ever hit were left center, center, and right center because that's that's where you hit them. I got to tell you that I disagree entirely. (laughs) Are you left handed? It's not fair. Um, I, I no, but I can hit right. to either side of the plate. There you are. But the fact is, is that is that I don't. Baseball's never done this. They've never not had somebody on third or shortstop or anywhere. I think it favors the defense, and uh, that's the one change I think I, I'd have to agree with. Because when you put four guys on that side, you can't get through there if you hit a hit. Not a, not a drive, Danny. Not an out-of-the-park 400. You just hit a base hit, a liner, from short over. It's not going to get through. you got four or five guys over there. That's the difference is that you're deflating percentages and numbers by allowing the shift to be too massive. So I, I'm going to say that for guys who aren't like you, who my dr- biggest drive was out there, you talk about the other 90% of guys – who just are contact hitters or can only hit that way, the game's going to open back up, scoring and batting averages, and the game's going to get more exciting. Hey, hey, look, and I, and I get that, but... Um, True? I, yeah, True maybe, maybe, but but I guess I think batters have gotten a little lazy. So who is who had the highest batting average ever in baseball? Ty Cobb. Right-handed or left-handed? I don't care. Left-handed. Back up. Left-handed. I don't Ted, know. Ted, I mean, you Ted had, Williams. You Ted Williams, the I last. Yeah. Ted, Ted Williams, the I last player to hit over no, over three forty. Right-handed or left-handed? Oh, wait, left-handed. No. Babe Ruth. Right-handed or left-handed? Left-handed. left-handed. Right. I mean, so I I guess my point is, is some of the greatest hitters well, in baseball history are left-handed. In baseball history, the reason they are is because the majority of pitchers are right-handed. So I, yeah, the, the advantage goes to batter versus pitcher when you have that guy against that side of the plate. So you bring in a righty to face a righty. You bring in a lefty to face a lefty. Isn't that baseball? So you, well, what you're what you're saying is not discredited, but this change is to stop giving the advantage to lower-scoring baseball and back to the tradition of baseball. I, I agree with you, but I know that as a right-hander, I faced it. I faced more right-handers than I ever did left-handers, right? Yeah, so, but as a, as a lefty growing up, I had to learn to hit the righty. And, I, and I'm going to tell you, so here we are. In ba- I'm looking at baseball's top – or baseball uh, batting average of all time, okay? And it just – just to look at the top few, the top eight. Ty Cobb has the best average ever, and I'm not going to go through all the left-handed. 
Rogers Hornsby, right-handed. Joe Jackson, left-handed. Ed Delaney, right-handed. Tris Speaker, lefty. Ted Williams, lefty. Billy Hamilton, lefty. Babe Ruth, lefty. Then number nine, Harry Hamilton, he was a righty. But of your top eight, five of them or, or six of them are left-handed batters. Because and so the majority now, of pitchers are right-handed. Exactly. And the whole thing is, and, and here's the thing. So as a left-handed batter, when that ball breaks – and it's breaking into the barrel of your bat, right. you can launch it. Right. And that's what gives the lefty the advantage. The fact that now our left-handed hitters cannot hit to the opposite field, that's their problem. They didn't – Danny, they're not saying outfield can't shift. No, I understand. They're saying infield can't I understand shift. that. I so understand you, that. you're trying to com, com, try to argue about a fact that they've been loading the bear for left-handers to stop them from hitting over to that side left. Why are you, as a left-hander, arguing this point? You should be celebrating this point because well, you left-handers can get more base hits, and that's bullcrap. I think that you're arguing a fact that's backwards because not all left-handers with the speed of a pitch, not in softball, can hit through the gaps when you have four guys over there. So I think that you're. I think I, I get your point. I I, I disagree. I even even I when disagree. I'm, I mean, I'm talking softball and baseball. The furthest balls I ever hit were between left center and right center. But the, that doesn't you know. matter if you in softball they didn't let you them shift all the way over. There was always a third. Are base. you freaking kidding there was me? Always Are you there. freaking kidding me? Oh, they that, that's shift. my. They no, they always shift. They would always shift on me. I loved it. Yeah, shift your ass on me because oh, no, I'm going right over the shortstop. Bring everybody over. Take the third base off. I'm taking right over third base every time. I think it's a, that that one. I think is a good change. So I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna no, argue, no, that's fine. I'm no, that's down. cool. I that's, think it's a good change. It's a good debate against left-handers. Well, it's a good debate. Yeah, no, the, the the fact is, is that for a left-hander to say it's bad is opposite from a right-hander who can hit. Because I yeah. can also hit, and I should be like, that sucks. Because now I got a third. Now they won't shift over on me. But you, as a left-hander, you go up and we play a game. You're like, oh, no shift. Cool. Now I just got to blast it instead of oh, you shift. Peekaboo. Pikachu, I'll stick it over there and I'll walk to first base. Yeah. So that's the first one. That's the first base. All right. All right. Now they've said that there's larger bases. So the bases have been increased by three inches in total. Now they're 15 inch bases. Now they're 18 inch bases. I think it's ridiculous. I think it's absurd and I hate it. But. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be opposed if they did it on first base because the the extra three inches at the first base would give a little bit more space and less more, collision, a little more clarity for the the runner. And uh, and as a matter of fact, you know, put three of three inches outside the baseline because then that encourages the runner to go outside the baseline, stay out of the play, and hit that corner of the bag. So I would I would support it on first base only. I don't support it on the others. I think it. I think it's not necessary. I don't know what the hell they're trying to prove with that. But I don't know about that one. I mean, what the, we'll what, never what notice. The big it. debate was is that there. Yeah, there's only um, there. Oh, there's a big six inch difference between each base now. Uh, you know, I don't think that's enough to make a difference. No, I think that maybe it's safety wise. It might help a little bit towards first base. What yeah. they what they should what they should have done is like you said, make first base bigger. And who cares about the others? Because once you're at first, the other bases are just out, get out of my way. Right. So maybe maybe first and third, 
But um, uh, just, they just first, all just first. Now, do you want to know who it's going to impact the most? So, have you ever picked um, up one of those first, major league bases? First, first, first base. No, have you ever have you ever picked up one of those major league base bases? They're pretty damn heavy, right? Yes. Okay. So the per, the the people that it's going to affect the most are going to be the kids that in the seventh inning get to do the steal the third and they have to run from right. the that outfield the, and when the they pick up that heavy ass bag it's going to weigh them down and they're not going to make it back and none of the kids are ever going to win. Well, who it's going to who it's going to impact the most if you used to play first base yeah. is the first baseman yeah. because your stretch is now almost five inches less so you've got a much better angle at taking a lot of pitches in yeah. a lot of balls in when they're coming from which, which is why i say you you can make it bigger but put those three extra inches outside the base path they did. To, no they I'm, did. i know they i know all base. no i know they did i'm just saying that's what you do is you make first base bigger stick it a little bit outside to encourage a separation between the two so there's no collision but otherwise i think it's pretty worthless worthwhile worthless but all right next so now here's the one that uh, I think they hit or miss. Uh, by the way, we've already told you that there are communication devices already deployed uh, in about half the teams in Major League Baseball to speed up the game, where instead of doing any tricks, some of the catchers have devices there. That's not on my list, but that's out there, that baseball to speed up things. They can communicate without anybody seeing it or trash cans or noises or anything else. And I think that's horse crap because it takes away from the old tricks of the game. You, you, want, to give me, you want me to give you another horse crap part of what you're talking about? Because it's a vibration on yeah. the pitcher, right? Uh, the, yeah. the catcher pushes a button the it vibrates to the pitcher. All right. So think about this. I'm a pitcher. I no longer have to watch the runners. Do you know why? Because the catcher always gets to see him. And if the catcher thinks somebody is too far off first base, hit the little buzzer, and it buzzes him. So pitcher brings the ball up, and instead of looking over at first base, he is looking at the pitcher. Yeah, and instead of doing that, the catcher hits the button, and he gets a vibration on his wrist, and he's like, now I'm going to throw to first. So he never looks. That takes away from the leadoff and the steal. You know, I mean – I don't know if that's part of it, but I, you know, uh, I would I would assume that they couldn't allow that. But the next one is now they they they're going to institute next year a pitch clock. Yeah, and I, I have mixed emotions about a pitch clock. I I I I'm not a hundred percent for it, but there are some. You know, we used to we used to call Mike Hargrove. He was a, a first baseman for the Rangers. We called him the human rain delay. Because he would, a pitch would go by, he'd step out of the box, call time, step out, adjust his, he would take his bat, tap the dirt out of his left shoe, tap it out of his right shoe, adjust the right glove, adjust the left glove, grab the bat, step one foot in the box, tap the dirt off of that one, step the other foot in the box, lower his hand, take a few swings. This is after every damn pitch. It's like, come on. But he was called the human rain delay. We don't need that. And we don't need that in pitchers. Um, that's the one place. Now, maybe on the uh, signals to the catcher, they only have five or six. I would be more, give them the signal. The signal only works for five or six seconds. And then you can put a pitch lock on the pitcher. 
You know what I mean? So he gets the signal, and he's like, all right, this is what it is. And then the signal goes away, so they can't do anything about the guys on the bases. Um, but pitchers, if they want to like stall. I thought, but, but it, it's in there. Yeah. No, no like I said. After, after 20 seconds, it's a ball. So they get so much time. Once they get the ball back, they got to deliver the ball. And I – and it could, there's there's a limit on the batters. Yeah, they can only step out so long and so much. So, I I, I get that we've I think it was about four years ago, about halfway through the show. Yeah, beginning of the show, first season, we said, ladies and gentlemen, folks around the world, baseball's got to do some stuff. Yeah, if they don't do some stuff, then they're not going to be. They're just going to be a joke. They're going to be, uh, you know, whatever sport used to be, uh, USFL back then. They're going to be something. But we all love baseball. It's America's pastime. And it's a trillion-dollar sport like every other sport, right? Right. So maybe these changes will be positive. Um, As old guys, I don't like any of the changes. I don't like how baseball is. I don't like how football is. I don't like how any of these gangsters, themed stupid damn sports I love with all of my heart are run because it ain't about the sport. It's about it ain't about the person, it's about the sport. So I don't yeah. like walk up music no, and I don't yeah. like dirty music and yeah, I yeah. I don't like this, I don't like this. But the fact is is that they don't they don't care. They're but but I, I think I if, think you, if you want to do it you tell you tell the players that the referee or the umpire if you're taking too much time, can warn you. And if you get a warning, then as a pitcher, you're going to get a ball. And as a warning, as a batter, you're going to get a strike. And so if you get a guy like Mike Hargrove, then the first time he comes up, he warns him. He goes, dude, you got to get your ass back in the box. You can't do this this long. I'm, I'm not putting up with it. Get in the box. And if he doesn't, maybe a second warning. is your second warning, man. Next one's a strike. And then you come up and you call a strike. And if you get the feel for what an umpire is going to do, the players will come in line, and that—that's yeah. Right. I don't like the clock. I, I think that, you let but, the umpires control the game, but the game is to be sped up a little bit. Speed up the pace of yeah. the game. That they're doing it so it's not four-hour games; it's two hey, and a half hours. Hey, game. you want to save yeah. eight seconds between outs? Stop doing the around the horn. I mean, I, I know why they do it, but stop doing the damn around the horn. I, I never understood why they do it. It's a thank you or whatever, and make sure your gloves open. I get you, but yeah, yeah. There's one pop, 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 yep. pop. Yep. Um, I get it. So it's a strikeout. The catcher Danny, doesn't go down to I third. Think, he doesn't go to first. He doesn't go to short. He doesn't go to second. Back to the pitcher. It's a strikeout. Catcher goes back to the mound. I would rather see well, that. Now that one. Wait a minute. Now that one. The, the batter's so slow moving, walking up the damn plate. Okay. That that one doesn't really eat up the time. But a strikeout when he goes over to – I guess maybe that's why they get the batter a while. But anyway, yeah. I just wanted All to right. touch on baseball. Yeah. Um, I really think that uh, I, I, I like I, I like and don't like. I, I miss yeah. the old times of all sports. Um, and uh, and I miss most of you. So thanks for tuning in Old Guys World Radio. Um, we've got some really great episodes coming up. We're going to do Area 51 um, in a couple of days. And then, like, next week, may hopefully, or the week after, we've got a world-class Area 51 coming up. we just got to work on our side of it. So, um, your favorite show is coming back. 
Your second favorite show, if you're an NFL fan, is right now. So, Danny, what do you got? Uh, I, I don't have a whole lot. I, You know, I, I told you at the beginning of the show, it was kind of a rough day. Uh, my son, we bought him a dog when he was 14. And today she had a uh, twisted stomach and cancer on her spleen. Um, something she's not going to recover from. And, you know, he walked her two miles two days ago you know i mean this this dog has the been weird, a big part of his life for 11 years you know is that when you walk in there danny works in an industry that's different same but as a banfield or a, a veterinarian hospital but you don't tell people we're just going to go put them down um <laughs> and no the reason i have such a subjective opinion about this is three straight dogs um they've told me hey we can charge you this much, but they're 12, or one was 15, and one was 11. And they said, no, but, I mean, we can't guarantee any of it's going to work. So I say out to the world, I say this, Danny, I'm sorry for your loss. But the problem, unfortunately, is, is that dog food is garbage. Well, this was not due to dog food. It was just this is something that happens to German shepherds. It's just, and she's eleven, and they could have gone in to try to fix it, but the the prognosis wasn't. You know, you mentioned because I, I work in the hospice industry, and it was it was just interesting. My wife is in there, my son is in there. I was a dog They're food crying. salesman for over three years. Yeah, well, some of it is bad. My son bought. There, there is a dog food company, and I can't remember. It's in Texas here, right? And they make specialty dog food. And the owner of the company ate dog food, ate his dog food for a month. And he goes, the the worst problem with the dog food is that I just got tired of eating the same thing every day. So they actually added new flavors. And everybody in the company has to eat this dog food for like three days or a week. To work there because they want i mean because it's not crap food it's really right. good stuff and it's really healthy and he said his blood so, pressure went down he your, lost weight I, I, and all that by you the know. way folks i met this dog it loved me it loved me. every time i showed up at dan's house it ignored everybody um not its whole life so and lifelong food and consistent good food so that, this is just yeah. a message just from me for about. I'm sorry about your loss, yeah. and 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 it's like us when we get to be seventy five. Yeah, we're old, you know. Well, I, I have to tell the you the the vet came in right, and so my wife's crying, and and I'm in hospice, and my wife's a hospice RN. And she looks at the nurse and she's like, because we're ta- or the doctor, and we're talking about you know how we're going to put him down and all that, and she goes. I just can't do this. She's. I'm in hospice. I mean, this is just normal, and I just can't do it. And the lady, and the the doctor looked at her, and she said, "You know what? This is the best thing for the dog, and I'm good with it. But I couldn't do what you do, so we both were in the right job." And I was like, "That that was pretty cool of her to say. It made my wife feel better. Um, you know what we do is in the life, and and but even you know, but when you lose a fur baby, when you lose a member of your family, when you lose somebody who's been there for eleven years." It's hard. It's tough. It's a different, you don't think. So I know there's a lot of our fans out there be like, oh, that's stupid dog. But I've had, I've had four straight dogs, unfortunately, over 30 years. I used to always have a dog. And so each one of them in that room during that time, they allow you, they give them the relaxing thing and they do this thing. And then, 
they're in your arms or you're right next to them when they go. Yeah. It's ridiculously emotional. Yeah. I was like, dude, I, had, I at one point I hadn't cried in like three years. And then I took my, my Benson in there. And, dude, I was yeah. like a kid in a candy store. Um, so anyway. The only thing, the only, so the only thing I'll, tell, I'll tell everybody out there, it's the same thing that, that I told my son. If you didn't love her so much and if she didn't love you so much, it wouldn't hurt so bad. So enjoy yep. the time that you had with her and just think of all the good times. So anyway, yeah, it was a rough day. It, it, you know, I got the call. My son is just in tears. My son's 25. Yep. He's a grown man, and he is just in tears. He goes, I don't know what to oh. do. And I said, I am on my way. You know, I love living Although, out in the country, uh, only about an sorry. hour away, and I love that because within an hour I can get there. And I said, I am on my way. So I got I to you know. tell everybody. Yeah, um, he thinks kind of his son thinks of me kind of Uncle Chuck, and his son needs a little bit of an ass kicking. He does um, from and time he'll to time. Get one from me. Yep, but but I love that guy. He he. he however, it, it happened. Uh, you're a good dude, man, and um, he's a good guy. Uh, so much love to him and, and prayers and thoughts. And for all of you, um, there's a lot of people that listen to our show, and for all of you that. When you lose that that little furry baby, I mean that's a family member. Yeah. I mean that that's your heart. I, I had a couple of dogs who went made it transition through a marriage to me to my new marriage, and you lose those things. It's like, dude, seventeen years is a long. That's like back then, like half my life. So <laughs> yeah, um, they call it the Rainbow Bridge, and they did all these other great things, and you can sing lots of songs and and think about things but uh it really is a place so anyone out there uh, who's lost pets uh or or not you know uh, we send we send our thoughts out to you out there and uh you lousy bums who haven't sent us a bunch of stuff about oktoberfest or or uh about nfl or comments um i got this big stack of hats waiting to go to germany i priced germany shipping yeah and uh dude uh, it's ready. A couple of days, several of our fan, family and friends are going to get shirts and hats. And don't be lazy. Comment. Tell us. Send us a picture to our email address. And what is it, Danny? How do they get a hold of us? Oldguysrulradio.com. This is hard stuff. This is oldguysrulradio.com. Or, so, or you can email us at oldguysrulradio at yahoo.com. Like I said, this stuff's not hard. You know, you can. Yeah, I don't want to put reach. you out and make you use yeah. your degree no. or, or stop you while you're drinking 80 gallons of beer in the next two months. I just want to go move to uh, Germany for like two months, yeah. finish off our old guy drinking with like 85 gallons <laughs> of beer, like you're supposed to in Oktoberfest. Clean up our act, come back home, and then we have a show called. Old guys on radio, and we we review coffee and tidbits <laughs> and, I, I, and the queen's queen's death. I got to tell you, I was invited to possibly uh, go to uh, Munich next next year in October for Oktoberfest. Nice. So we might be trying to plan a trip to to Germany for Oktoberfest next year. And then today, I read that some fool. 22-year-old punk um, set the world record for going to 67 pubs in a 24-hour period and having at least one drink in each pub. And I'm like, challenge accepted. 
well, <laughs> there's there's so much. If it's over there, you know, I'm aware how far am I walking? How long am I going? Eighteen you know, miles I, I, was the trip he made, and he had a couple of friends who would talk for him when he was too inebriated to talk. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, that's when I don't want to be over there because so in any other foreign country, I might do it in my own county. Get so blasted that I can hardly. I didn't say I had to do it thing. in Germany. Or I, I just said challenge accepted. I just have to find oh. all the different places that I'm going to go to to, oh, to do that. Just come on back to Houston. Yeah. Me and your other friends down there in Houston, we'll, we'll do the dragging of you, and we'll do the okay. keep keep getting in shape, and we'll drag you from pub to pub. You can break that record, buddy. Thank I'll you. I'll let you puke in a gutter, and I'll drag your ass up. So um, I, I want for our final thought, if you don't mind, um, let's just let you talk about your uh, either Michigan Arlington or whatever the thing you'd like to talk about. Well, we've got uh, – it's not Mission Arlington. Well, it's it's Bikes from Mission Arlington. That's going to start coming up. Um, so for those of you who, who are in the Metroplex and want to give a bike, uh, you can go to Mission Arlington and then you just type in bikes. Uh, or you can go to Bikes for Mission Arlington, and there's a website there, and you can donate through that. So those are uh, just coming up. It's you know, it, it seems like it's too early, but I think we're we're inside 100 days for Christmas. It was last week. It was 100 days until Christmas. So I think it was last Friday. It was 100 days. So we're about 90. It's time to start four days, 95 things. days. Yeah, those, those kids don't know. So yeah. I've got one, and and my company started this. And I'm going to put it out there. So um, it's called Coats for Veterans. Um, there are thousands, as I was, a uh, homeless veteran for a little while. And um, last year, my office I worked for, um, we collected 22, 12 for me and my other teammates. Just old coats, doesn't matter the size. But there are thousands of families that do not have coats. So I, I'm not saying coats, coats to keep warm in the winter. Going from school, you don't have a car, you got to walk to school. A kid without a coat walking to school? So please, yeah. email us, contact us. Um, I went by, I mean, this is the start of our coat drive for my company, and I just went and bought 20 used coats at Salvation Army. It's not cold out, and they have them, and they're there. And um, they're ready for shipment. So I want, I would love, I would love for anyone in my family or friends to get on board with this because it's coats for veterans um they can't have broken zippers they can't be too tattered or torn um they've got but the size is indifferent so small to triple x you got some in your closet you got three or four that you don't you're not wearing four of the ones came out of my closet not my wife's she keeps everything mine. <laughs> i was like dude i don't fit in that no more i used to love that coat blah 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 Put, think about it if you didn't have a coat. So there you go. Coats for veterans. You can contact me um, or our website and say where where do we send our coats? And I'll you can send them right to me. Um, I expect you to collect two hundred. I expect my company uh, once again to deliver over over two thousand coats to veterans and their families. Love y'all. Amen. Great show.